Thanks for tuning in. This is Orate, a podcast for South Asian women by South Asian women. Today's topic is domestic abuse and toxic masculinity. Mandeep Kaur, Sanya Khan, Noor Mukaddam, Garima Kotari. Who are these women? These are all women who were victims of intimate partner violence, the hidden cancer of the South Asian community. About 60% of South Asian women report having experienced some form of domestic abuse in their lives. We here at Orate believe the numbers to be closer to 75 to 90% due to the nature of the problem and the cloak of secrecy and shame attached to reporting these incidents. Mandeep Kaur, a 30-year-old woman, has left behind multiple videos detailing the abuse her husband, Ranjot Bir Sandhu, subjected her to for eight years. In the most distressing video of them all, he is beating her while you can hear her four-year-old daughter crying, asking him to stop. She committed suicide two days ago in Richmond Hill, Queens. She leaves behind two daughters, four years old and six years old. Sania Khan was a 29-year-old Pakistani-American woman who married a man after dating him for six years. She left him less than a year later for trying to jump out of a 20-story building holding her. She filed for divorce and moved from Georgia to Chicago. She had wanted to go back to her family in Tennessee, but they told her they'd kill themselves if she came back. On July 18, 2022, her ex-husband, Rahil Ahmed, traveled from Georgia to Chicago and killed her with a single shot to the back of the head. She was documenting her divorce journey on TikTok. Noor Mukaddam was a 27-year-old Pakistani victim of murder who was kidnapped, tortured for two days, raped, and then decapitated with a knife. Her killer, Zahir Jafar, confessed to the police that he had intended to kill her if she didn't accept his marriage proposal. Zahir Jafar was sentenced to death, but is still appealing, and the family is still waiting for justice. Garima Kotari was a 35-year-old woman who was five months pregnant when she was found dead in her apartment with trauma to her upper body. Her death was ruled a homicide. Her husband, Manmohan Mal, was found dead in the Hudson River in Jersey City soon after. His death was ruled a suicide. There are no other details available. In an article in Inquiry's journal, author Hamza Hussain asks the question, why are South Asian immigrant women vulnerable to domestic violence? In it, he discusses South Asian culture and how it places a strong value on collectivism with an emphasis on a strong family unit. This discourages and often punishes individualism and expects the sacrifices necessary to make this work to come from its women. After all, women aren't supposed to be liberated anyway. But more interestingly, Hussein talks about an integral component to the South Asian diaspora, the model minority myth. He states South Asians in the United States are often believed to be a model minority, as they are commonly thought of as a successful, hardworking, family-oriented community in an attempt at upward group mobility. The model minority image is problematic as it not only deters public attention from internal issues like domestic violence, but also encourages members to conform to their expected gender roles and to maintain their public image. This includes internally motivating domestic violence victims to keep their violence hidden, a common trend in South Asian culture. In today's episode, Sami, Amna, and I will be discussing our experiences with domestic abuse and toxic masculinity, where we think the problem lies, 
and what we think the solutions are. Let's tune in. Hello, Arte. Hello, Arte. Hello, Arte. What's the first thing that comes to mind when you think of domestic violence? I always think of like a married couple, but it can actually be like, that's like intimate partner violence, I think, is the other term for it as well. Yes. Um, and it's defined as... It doesn't just, have to be a husband, right? Right. Um, but it's defined as just violent or aggressive behavior within the home, typically involving the violent abuse of a spouse or partner. And that it comes from a belief system that tells the abusive person that they have the right to control their partner. And it's like justified in using whatever necessary to maintain that control. And in our South Asian community, that control is basically men are born with control in their hands. And so toxic masculinity just starts right there, right? Right off the bat, like literally when they're born, they're kind of told that they're the better sex, right? Right. They're put on pedestals, right? They're, they're put on pedestals. They can literally do no wrong. Um, and we're going to go, we're going to go into this, I guess, later, the toxic masculinity part of it, which is actually a very big, I think, root cause yeah. of the bigger disease of domestic violence, right? Right. And what is it that, what's going on there in our families and in our communities? So when they say domestic violence, is it just husband and wife, intimate no. partner, or Nay. is it also children? No. No, domestic violence can include children as well. Okay, so then we need yeah. to talk about that too, because it actually starts there right women are told that it's okay this is love because your father is controlling you manipulating you beating the shit out of you right from the child's perspective yeah yeah and from a female child perspective mm. the male child sure. hai, female child perspective say this is love even if he doesn't hate you, yeah. Yeah. he acts like, you know, he's God and he has the right to tell you what the fuck to do. Right. And our South Asian parents, I mean, I have to wonder, like, they're, they're just doing the things that their parents did, that the same sort of ideas that were passed down to them, right? That like, okay, men are the bread earners. They're the ones that are going to control everything that happens at home while women kind of are just there for the care and the pleasure, right? Like even just in the pandemic right now, um, you know, the fact that like domestic violence went up considerably, um, the New York organization for South Asian women, it's an anti-domestic violence organization that works with the South Asian community in New York, yep, Saki, um, their calls fell by almost two thirds when the pandemic hit, and then they were double pre-pandemic numbers a little couple months later, um, and they were just inundated with calls for help and support. Um, so even environmental factors like the pandemic can actually increase domestic violence and intimate partner violence. Of course they can, because if a man feels like, if a man is losing his job, if a man feels insecure about whatever, um, the first place. And just um, the act of staying yeah. home, right? We Even in nonviolent that. relationships, a lot of relationships shattered. Engagements broke. People got separated. So domestic violence in violent relationships, domestic violence is going to increase. So someone that works for the ACS was telling me that 
about six months into the pandemic, when everybody was at and stay at home, the, she was getting almost triple the calls that she was getting prior to that. And ACS is um, child services. And so children were being pulled out of domestic violence situations. And she said the numbers were ridiculous and the situations were extreme, violent. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, because I mean, that kind of violence affects like every person living in that house or, you know, like everyone that's probably exposed to it, including children, unfortunately. Of course, with the increase of technology, we're hearing more and more about these and almost instantaneously as well, right? Like these news come up and suddenly everyone knows, um, which feels like it's a lot more than before. But I think it definitely made me, I think every news makes me go, what the fuck? Like not another woman and not another Desi family behind this woman who didn't support her. Like my brain never goes to why was she there? What was she doing? Or right. Like being in these situations ourselves and having dealt with some form of male violence ourselves, I think our first thoughts, like my first thought is always what kind of male privilege and power does this, did that man have? And was that man given and allowed to have that went unchecked? And why? Why is it that like in our South Asian community, this is prevalent, right? We just, in doing some research for this episode, we learned that about what, 40 to 50% of South Asian women in America? 40 to 50% South Asian women in America are are victims of domestic violence, yes. And those are numbers that are reported, right? Like how many go unreported? Right. Let's just take a small poll here. How many of us have suffered from domestic violence in some form or yeah. angle? Yep. I'm raising my hand. Yeah. Yep. So there's me three too. of us, and that means 100%. How many of us reported it? Zero. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Zero. Right. Or even talk to our families about it, or generally in conversation, talk to our friends about it. There's so much shame attached to being the victim in an abuse situation, intimate partner abuse, um, domestic violence, child abuse, sex abuse. I mean, you name it and everywhere. And somehow the blame falls on the woman of doing something wrong, right? Uh, What were you doing? Where were you? Why were you wearing that? Uh, What were you even doing with that person? So there's like so many questions that come up that the odds are pitted against us that we're going to come out and talk about it, right? And even when we're talking to each other, like even when women are talking to women, there's that shame and judge. Or outright denial. They say, you're an anomaly. It doesn't happen in middle-class families. It doesn't happen in educated families. When there are studies in South Asia that say violence transcends class education, in South Asia, numbers are up to 90%. And and it's phenomenal, right? It's the educated people that are denying the existence of this, right? Like as if denial makes domestic violence not be an issue in your country or right. of your people of, or of your ethnicity, whatever it is that you're identifying with that's irritating you. Right. But it's like, and denial makes the problems go away because that's worked really well. Right. Ever. And you're accused of lying. I have been accused of lying, but I'm, I'm, I'm exaggerating. <laughs> and I think that's probably why women don't want to say anything because they're afraid that they're going to get blamed for it. Because that's usually what happens is that we get the shit, 
right? Like thrown back in our face. Like, tum kyu thi pe? Tum kyu right? Like we are the ones that are blamed at the end of the day. And the sort of, but I still like, I'm unable to comprehend why we do not talk about these traditional stereotypes of the male, right? Like the man in the family as being like the dominant. And why is it that like, we're continuing to socialize our like boys in that same system, like that patriarchal system, right? Because we're not identifying it as wrong. perfect girl perfect woman um and be subservient and talk like this and walk like this and have skills that you're going to be excellent wife and the same mother is training her sons to be oppressors i just that just boggles my mind when was the first time that you remember your mother probably asking you or telling you rather how old were you? I don't know if she said a TBV, but what I remember is maybe I was eight. Sam? I was thinking around that same age too. Like I had started already, like the jokes about like, oh, tum to parai ho, or tum yaha, you know, kisi yaha ke ghar mein jaogi, or tumhara miya jo kahega wa tum karogi, or, you know, like, so it already started. So I think I'm now you when you were saying okay, children are learning from their mothers, there's all they're also learning from their fathers just by watching what their fathers are doing. Right. Absolutely. And no, and the father is the one that's commenting, right? Right. Absolutely. Like what the fuck? <laughs> An eight-year-old, eight-year-old girl who's out playing, you know, jumping from trees is not told that you shouldn't be doing that. You could break your bones or, you know, is slapped because her clothes are torn and she's told that she will never be able to be a good wife. No man will tolerate this shit. (laughs) Eight-year-old. Can you imagine? And then at the same time, we're socializing boys in an entirely different way, right? Like, boys are like, oh, you are going to be the next man of the house, right? Boys don't cry. Boys don't share emotions. Like, all these things, I feel like, get wrapped up into the adulthood of that man. So let's talk about that, right? Let's talk about that. Toxic masculinity. What does it look like in our houses? Think about it. What do you think about when you think about toxic masculinity? How are you treated differently than the male in your house? Yeah, like the opportunities and the freedom. Privileges? Privileges. Privileges of freedom and the constant nagging, you know. Yes, if they, uh, boys, my playmates, if they did bad things, they were beaten up. 
but they were not told you are going to ruin everybody's life you're you you will never be a good husband whereas we were told that uh, even for things like i love to read books i was told okay that's that's bad <laughs> that and the message you constantly get maybe less so in uh us for diaspora but you got this message all the time in pakistan not from my immediate family but from surrounding family that you're making a mistake by letting your daughter get educated you're making a mistake by letting her be a doctor and most women hear that uh, the f- famous saying that they say is ke ladkiyon ko padhana nahi chahiye unka dimag kharab ho jata hai ha mere sath ye nahi hua tha lekin mere sath ye ye definitely hua tha which to me is very interesting it's that <clears throat> that underhanded misogyny right hum tumhe padha rahe hain ka maqsad ye hai ki aap jata rahe hain kyun jata rahe hain so then it's like as i got older i realized it was because you're so patriarchal ke ye bhi cheez aapko ek out of the ordinary lagti hai i'm doing you a favor yeah 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 why aren't you thankful for this like why aren't you thankful for this humne at least tumhari padhai kara di hai ab lekin tumhara अल्टीरियर मकसद ये है कि तुम्हें शादी करनी है और उसके बाद वैसे भी तो उस पढ़ाई का कुछ करोगी नहींजैक्टली और उसके बाद जो तुम्हारा मर्द जो कहेगा बस तुम्हें वो करना है बेटा घर का है बेटी बाहर की है बेटी किसी और की अमानत है इस टाइप की बातें एंड यू नो प्लेसिंग द द द अमाउंट ऑफ 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 पावर एंड एंड हैंड्स फादर्स सन्स फैमिली ऑलवेज and um we uh, went out in the evening and she said where are the girls there were i was like there were too many teenage boys outside and she was like wow so many people i said it was hot so they're out and she was like girls were home all day too it was hot where right. are they <laughs> right and that's like something we don't even think about i never i grew up there and never thought about it until my 10 year old brought it up Yeah. That, yeah, and she's right. bringing up a really good point of like the wh- where is it that we don't see women and girls right and why is it that we don't see them there yeah it's like these p- spaces occupied by men in our families in our communities all those decision making right positions and just even the fact that we you know when we think about like what does manliness even look like in our south asian culture it's like oh there's always this you know even in bollywood and stuff you see this very aggressive sort of behavior mard hai ye mard ka bachcha hai mard ka bachcha ban right all these references that you keep hearing to like the the strength and the virility of a man yeah and he's a provider so toxic masculinity my experience with toxic masculinity was that the first thing you learned as a child that when your father came home you disappeared yeah because yeah. you never knew 
what you did, I mean, you never said anything, but you never knew what you would do that would affect him and he would lose it and his losing it would be accepted because yeah he's providing for us i used to feel like growing up the entire day after the entire day the beginning half of the day was about the kids and the last second half of the day was about the father coming home and it was all about meal prep and kitchen prep and like half an hour before um the father was due home was the time where everybody would gather around in the kitchen standing there ready to serve right like it's it like the subjugation of women right constantly in our families like aurton ko bas sab kuch karna hai us mard ke liye right khana bhi agar sab wo pehle khayega main baad mein khaungi like there's a lot of families that still practice that yeah, yeah. and the fact that we willingly give authority to men right over and over again and i think that silence from the family is what kills me like even in these cases like sanya khan was was speaking out against the fact that her family never supported her and never supported her through the divorce and maybe if they i don't know i i hate to think that but maybe if they did support her i don't know if would she have been alive today yeah we will never know right. we'll never know but at least she we'll wouldn't have know. been alone right that she, would have she wouldn't be alone right Um, and yeah there there is there are studies done about that too women who are subjected to violence and when they have support they can get out of that and thrive aur ye bhi mujhe kehna hai ki even when ek hamari culture mein ek bahut amazing cheez hai ki even when there is support It is so begrudgingly done that you wish that you didn't fucking have the support. Let me just tell you. Yeah. Yes. And the same concept of honor. And I always felt like no matter what I did, I dishonored my family. And that, I think most of us feel that. And I feel like, why is entire honor sitting on my head? Why am I right. holding honor of my family? What about other members? Right. No matter what they do, they don't bring dishonor to me or my family. But no matter what I do, I bring dishonor to them. Right. Because like honor just gets attached to us. As soon as we're born, <laughs> hamara naam honor ho jata hai. Right? <laughs> hamara naam literally genitals hai. <laughs> exactly. Matlab ek ladki pada hui hai. And that's, that literally defines her moment of... she can just throw her rights and her freedoms and her choices everything out the door at that point okay ladki kabhi paida hi nahi hui thi na ek vagina paida hui thi right exactly exactly <laughs> so ek ha huh. that's it the vulva was the only thing that was you know that's it well since us us vulva ki na koi zaat hai na koi apni pehchan hai hai na uske koi haq aur huquq hai to right बस एक और फिर दो हाथ जिसके खाने बना दे यू नो मर्दों के लिए बस दैट्स इट दैट्स ऑल दे 
and believing the words that they speak when they say that this guy is hitting me or that this is a very serious situation. The fact that we don't even take it seriously, right? Yeah, they say it's excused in every which way, right? And yeah. it's sort of accepted. <laughs> And it's like, no, but this is not a choti baat, right? You got to like nip it in the butt right then and there. Um, right, because no one talks about it. Right. How do you know? Like it takes you a very long time. To say, listen, what's happening is not right. I'm sorry, I can't deal with this anymore. And when you make a decision to say, I'm not going to deal with this anymore, then you are subjected to society's scrutiny and society's lantan. And, you know, that's what happened. I think they raised us the way that they wanted to raise us. They mm-hmm. wanted us to be submissive. They wanted us to be confused. They wanted us to be perplexed and to be easy to control and manipulate. They mm-hmm. wanted... How often, even in our South Asian culture, it's accepted that, you know, right? Like with anywhere from like 10 to 20 to 30 to 40 to 50 year old 50 year difference between the girl and the man um in hopes that he could control her right because she's like at a very vulnerable age and it's easier for parents to just give their daughters over and be like okay yeah i'm done you know now you can have her and do as you please yeah because then you can mold her i mean i've actually heard this even amongst our own like you know family friends and things like that like oh he'll teach her he'll teach her and it's like what the fuck is he gonna teach her right why are you ruining her life in this sort of relationship. And those men who are younger men who have a quality relationship with their wives. If they are making food, they are cleaning up. Have you ever heard that they are hand-packed? Yeah. Oh, I hear it all the time. Like instead of going, you know what? Maybe they do need to share the responsibilities because it's not a woman's job to wash the dishes or cook the food, right? Like the fact that we've ascribed gender to roles within the house, that is also part of the problem that we need to address and acknowledge, right? In our own families. And what we need to do actually like to change this for like more women beyond us um, to really address and acknowledge how these things creep up in our own families and not to like raise our daughters that same way that our mothers raised us with that submission and 
यू नो के अच्छा नहीं नहीं चुपचाप बैठी रहना तुम्हारा मर्द कुछ कहे तो कुछ मत बोलना लाइक यू लिटरली The way that you make this better for everybody is number one to acknowledge the fact that it's a problem. Yeah, that's number one. Believing that acknowledge women. the fact that this happens, it exists right. in our society, and exactly how prevalent it is. It's not right. a one-off cheese. Hey, that's not low class. It's not upper class. It's not middle class. It's not. But then, what kind of things happen? Okay. As a matter of fact, I think it actually happens most in middle class and in throughout, but a lot more in upper class and and middle class families. मुझे तो ऐसा लगता है पाकिस्तान एच आर सी पी हैज दीज नंबर्स So we have to definitely stop and accept the fact that this is an actual problem in our community. We have to accept yeah. the burden of toxic masculinity. Women have to start standing up for themselves. Men have to start saying acknowledging their trauma, their own trauma, whatever it is, in order to work through it so that they're not walking around with the chip on their shoulder and the burden on the wife's head. Right? Yeah. On all the women, the girl child, the sister, the mother, the wife they all carry the burden of that toxic man right and those things that really get exacerbated especially when there's like social barriers right like poverty mental health challenges homelessness these things are going to probably increase the chances of domestic violence and sexual abuse within Financial relationships right right um and we really i mean geeth you're absolutely right that we need to start addressing this because i think without addressing it in our own families and without our own families believe in the women when they say it's happening without going i think one of those things that pisses me off in our families you'll maybe have heard this too where when you say something like oh you know ye chal rahe there's some sort of abuse going on you'll hear st- stupid shit like oh hamara hame kya hai se sanuki right mm. and you're like What the fuck is that supposed to mean? Like how are you not going to try to step in and help? Right? Or help support that person that is actually going through this. Or they say let's not talk about it, let's respect her privacy. Right. Oh, unka kamre ka mamla hai. We shouldn't get into the middle of it. Nahi aur agar ek aur bhi side hai hamari society ka jab hamare kareebi dekho it's very difficult, right? वहां देख के कहना कि ओ वो जो हो रहा है ना वो बहुत आसान होता है जब आपके घर में खुद हो रहा है ना तो आप ब्लाइंड आई टर्न कर लेते हैं कि नहीं नहीं देखो मर्द है तो मर्द का गुस्सा है ना तो अब क्या करें मतलब स्टॉप गिविंग योर दीज एडवाइस स्टैंड अप फॉर द डैम भाभी इवन इफ इट्स योर ओन ब्रदर हुग्रेसिव जस्ट स्टॉप इट एंड एक्नोलेज द फैक्ट दैट दिस इज नॉट द वे दिस इज नॉट करेक्ट बिहेवियर आपके साथ हुआ तो इसका मतलब है कि आपकी बेटी के साथ भी होना चाहिए आपकी भाभी के साथ भी होना चाहिए और उसकी बेटी के साथ भी होना चाहिए मतलब खत्म कदम होता है People mm. 
people say, why do you talk about it? Why do you talk about what happened to you or what happened to so-and-so? What, do, what does it matter to you? It does matter because that's where the sadness is coming from. That seriously, 30 years later, the same thing is happening. It's just unacceptable to me. And really the solution is talk more about it. Be out there. One of the reasons why we started this podcast is this, to have a community for people. Somebody will listen to one of this and say, yes, it happens to me too. And maybe they'll reach out to us. Maybe they'll re- And that's why we give resources. Maybe they'll reach out to someone else. Yeah. I had a conversation with you recently. Someone was saying, what is the podcast? Someone was saying to me, that these are the things that you are doing, इसका मकसद क्या होता है मतलब हम बस ये शेयर करते हैं ये सोचने का तरीका इतना छोटा कैसे हो सकता है मतलब जब हम अपनी मार दोगा <laughs> जब तक हम जब तक हम अपने इश्यूज को डिस्कस नहीं करते जब चेंज एक बंदे के अंदर आई ना अपने अंदर आप एक चेंज ले आए तो आपने सडनली अपनी पूरी इर्द-गिर्द जो लोग हैं उनके साथ आपने अपनी बर्ताव चेंज कर लिए जब ये हर घर में ऐसा एक बंदा होगा Right. Right. Absolutely. And that change can start at the, that smallest of level, right? Like right within your own home, you can make that change and we can all approach it in different ways. I think that's the other thing we sometimes get hang, hung up on is like, how is this going to change? How is this going to change anything? You and me one, talking about it, right? Right. And it can't be one thing. Sure. We are one voice in this conversation, but it obviously is not going to change from this either. Right. But we all can do our parts. And if there is a domestic violence shelter in your community, go look that up. Maybe volunteer there, you know, maybe support them through donations. Um, have those numbers available that you can share with other women in your own community. Asi organizations ko hamesha aapko sirf paise ki donations nahi chahiye hote. Aksar in ko in kind donations bhi chahiye hote hain, which are sometimes clothes, um, sometimes sanitary napkins, sometimes baby formula, sometimes they need, you know, towels, basic stuff, socks, underwears. Mm-hmm. So it's not always that they need money and stuff. Sometimes they just need your time. You know, you, right. they need you to, they, the organization needs you to help transport somebody back and forth from somewhere. Right. And if you are looking for, you know, and if you know somebody that's going through the situation and they're experiencing homelessness, like they're, they've left their house, they don't know where else to go find a shelter there are domestic violence shelters here in the u.s um you know we named one which was saki in new york which is specifically for south asian women within the new york area um but there's plenty more now there is apnaghar in chicago and manvi in new jersey well we'll share an an extensive list by state on our blog but these community resources are exactly what you know what we need to be able to share more often and I think I would encourage each of us to go have conversations about domestic violence with somebody in our family as well. And just have an open conversation for once about what's going on. And if that's happening in your own family, address it. Take that step address to address it. it. Hell yes, address it and call the person out. Call right. the person. We are full adults. What are, why are we living in fear? That's the other part. Right. What is this fear that we have? Matab aap ab adult ho gaye hain. Aap palat ke agar aap apne bhai, baap, whatever, jisko bhi. Husband, jo confront- bhi. Yeah. Husband, haan, jisko bhi. Confront karenge aap. Aur aap kahenge ye aap nahi kar sakte mere saath. 
ये आप अपनी भाभी के साथ नहीं कर सकते आप मेरी माँ के साथ नहीं कर सकते मतलब जस्ट कॉल इट आउट एंड ऑल्सो दोन वेरियस ग्रुप्स is that we need to raise our children with that not only girls but those of us who have boys they talk about that that they going to they're raising their boys with awareness and respect learn mm-hmm. to respect women and girls mm-hmm. so that's and, the most important thing yeah and at the end of the day it's better to have a divorced woman than a dead dead woman in your family right that yeah. she can at least have access to that and i think that's where we need to make sure that women have ensure that access to those resources but we can we really can empower our own family members to sort of you know understand what it means to victim blame understand what it means to support women that are going through those abusive relationships matlab ye sab ye sab understanding aur ye sab karne ki waise hai misami jab tumne pehle bhi bola tha ab main usko reiterate kar rahi hu just believe them Yeah, exactly. Baki sari cheezon ki understanding khud se hi aa jayegi. If you believe right. if you're not letting your mind get in the way and if you're not letting your own hopes and desires for this person getting in the way and you're just going to let them say what they're saying, believe them for what they're saying. But All right, yeah. ladies. Let's this has been a great conversation. Yeah. yeah. I hope it helps. I hope someone listens and feels like we're talking to them and that we are here reach out to us reach yeah. out to us we all we'll have to be three people <laughs> we all have to be supportive or then so. absolutely absolutely women supporting <laughs> and be connected or then so that we can be that you know get that mutual support oh yeah and know that there's a whole uh tiger club sitting here sherni yoga club baitha hai sherni aurte sherni aurte koi agar survivor aurte koi agar aapko kuch kar raha hai aapko harass kar raha hai aapko abuse kar raha hai ya koi aapko questions hai ya aapko help chahiye reach out to us via instagram or our website and we'll figure out a way even if we're yeah. not in your state even if we're not close we'll figure out a way we have we have a large network we do yeah, we do we can tap into um but definitely visit orathen.com a u r a t e n.com follow us on instagram facebook we're on tiktok we're on youtube we're all we're all over the place so wherever you want to listen to us go for it <laughs> and we hope and we send can us continue. your question Yeah, Concerns, and we can questions, feedback. Yeah, we want to continue these conversations and if you have something you want to say, get in touch. A story to share even if you're worried, we can share it anonymously. Yep. Just get in touch. Bolorte. Bolorte. Bolorte.